Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. And uh, as with last week, it is again a dreary, dull, miserable, wet January day out there. But in our hearts and in in this podcast, we, we are here to bring you a little bit of sunshine, we hope, and uh, yep. some interesting conversation. And uh, as, as we, we move on into uh, an interesting little subject, so it's probably a, a sort of a, a perhaps a shorter meander topic, but I think something that resonates with a lot of people um, currently, and also I think quite a lot of us have been there, either in, in, actual, in actual fact we've been there, uh, or it's almost been a state of mind, I think, which I will sort of come to. So this, this is around uh, being the only marketer in the company. Um, and uh, it's something we, I think I've, I've seen on various threads and things in the past on discussion forums for, for marketers. And it's a, a sort of um, a situation where well, clearly someone is, is, you know, they've been taken on, recruited as the head of marketing, but they are marketing. That's it. They're, they're, their team of, they're a team of one and uh, they have to therefore be able to effectively uh, manage all the marketing activities. And it's usually, I guess, in an organization which has just said, small to medium-sized business, perhaps, he said, right, we need marketing. Let's get someone in. And then the problems can start, or at least in your Mm -hmm. own mind, it can be rather tricky, we think, don't we, I think, Sally? I think the most difficult thing is that they tend to bring in, if if a small business is like that, they will bring in not because they want to do it on the cheap slightly. So they don't bring in an experienced marketing director who can manage it and knows what's going on and can manage all the stakeholders and can communicate well, they'll bring in um, someone who's just out of college. And then this poor person, not they know what they've got to do and they know how to do digital marketing and they know how to write a marketing plan, all those kind of things. But they're probably considerably younger than the senior management team. And all of a sudden, the most difficult thing they've got to do with possibly no experience at all is do senior team stakeholder management. And that's really hard because I think we talked yesterday about most places, everyone can do marketing, that everyone knows how to do it. It's absolutely simple and you've just got to do it. But Mark, that's just, A, that's not true. And B, managing when people think they know better than you is a very hard thing to do and it can make you feel dreadfully isolated. Mm. So, I mean, there's no, there's no way to say to make it easier if this is any of you out there, but the biggest thing you've got to do is over-communicate and just over-communicate with everybody. So if you've got, if you've got, if you're doing marketing plans, share them wildly and with everybody and make sure they read them by specifically asking them questions about them. Mm. So saying to this, uh, your, your, maybe your sales team, oh, I did that plan. Can we go through it? Because I just want to make sure that's going to work for you because it'll make them realize what you're doing. And then they will might start talking to each other on the senior leadership team that, oh, she doesn't seem to be able to do this bit that I'm asking her to. And then says, yes, she's not doing this for me either. And then they might work out that's because the poor person hasn't got time to do both. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That that that's it. And as you say, it's that making those connections because there's this uh, this sort of article I've I've been um, sort of skimming through about this and, and saying the what do you do? How do you start? Where do you go? And you say quite often it will be someone perhaps yeah who is sort of you know um, uh, more junior perhaps who doesn't have or even if they are experienced they won't have as much if they've always worked in teams and and they yeah. they've had like a structure around them with specialisms in the team suddenly they have to be the generalist. Um, and as you say as well, if it's a company, as we've said in our example, where 
they haven't really done this thing in inverted commas sort of marketing before in in the, in a sort of a properly termed way or having a team of people doing it um there will be these different expectations as you say and it's actually that reaching out and communicating because one of the things that suggested in this article as well was about sort of like you know trying not to do it on your own so that you are immediately mm. making the relationships you say sally between Absolutely. the teams saying well what you guys are doing is actually part of marketing i'm not here to sort of take yeah. it over i'm just yep. here to say great let's coalesce let's let's get it together into a plan into a strategy that i have yep. which i can hopefully communicate to the boss who then gets behind it because one of the biggest problems I, i've definitely seen this in the past where people come in and they they may even actually be quite an experienced person who has a fantastic strategy and just like we said with our politics um uh, episodes and podcast was yep. you've got a great strategy you've got great understanding of what operational resource you need for it and you've got great tactical plan ready to deploy outsourcing people recruiting people whatever it might be and you say so i need this much money to deliver this there we go all sorted and it's been poorly communicated so the political battle is lost and no matter how good that strategy was it's yeah. just lost and then the person ends up leaving after six months because yep they never get that buy-in so i mean it's almost like to start with and it's particularly difficult for a junior person coming in because they're not going to have as much ex well most people won't have as much ex obviously not as much experience or confidence yeah. to say right this is how i'm going to do my stakeholder management across the company and get oh, what no. i need to actually do the marketing and then actually explain to people what it is that they're doing that relates to what yeah. i'm doing and not asking them uh, me, me to do too much as well. That's another exactly. danger isn't it, about doing too much. Um, yeah. So you have to make it. I mean, you have to, the biggest problem you're going to have is time. That you just won't have time to do anything. You won't have time to do everything properly. So what you need to do is just tell people how long it takes to do things because you will find people say, "Could you?" The fatal world will come in. Could you just do a Facebook ad? Yeah. And they think that's just you popping along, tippy tappy tippy, press go, Facebook ad. And you need to turn around and say absolutely out loud to people, yep, of course I can. That'll take about uh, two days. Mm. And um, I'll need to come back to you three times because we'll need to check A, B and C. Um, is that OK? And if they say, no, I need it tomorrow, you need to say, well, I can do it tomorrow, but say what you're going to have to abandon doing. Mm. And after time, the first few times, this is going to be very painful because people will think it's your fault that you mm. can't do it instantly. But over time, people will start understanding that they are not the only person you're servicing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And you have to make that be voiced inside the company. Yeah, yeah. And, you said, and sort of having that, that sort of, you know, senior buy-in to sort of uh, to, to back you up on that and say, yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they're doing what they need to do. And and if people again started that first point about people understanding right i'm i'm hello i'm sam i'm here i'm supporting on marketing these are my priorities as i've yep. been agreed with the management for the year i'm doing this 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 and, and part of that perhaps is supporting you on i don't know your your facebook campaigns and yeah that's fine but then they say oh yeah yeah so facebook's good but yeah we want to get instagram on as well so just um just do this with you say just it's always that little word isn't it yeah. just mm. do this and then and, th th and that's where I think also this sort of uh, on a very sort of human level, this, um, uh, well, I don't know, it's, it's, where, it's where arguments can occur, isn't it? The polit politics again, yeah. I guess, with people saying, oh, well, they just, you know, they just need to get this sorted. You know, they, they never have enough brochures at this event that I go yeah, to. And, you know, right. why haven't they got it sorted? And, you know, I'm, I'm expecting, I feel entitled to this. But then okay. you find out that they're working really hard on that Facebook campaign, which is the thing they said they would do. And they can't be doing everything. <coughs> you know all over the place exactly. at the same time 
um, and people don't yeah. if they don't understand your remit then they won't they won't understand uh, the limitations yeah. of what you can do will they and it's really, I mean, Sam used a really important word there, which is priorities. And you have to make sure that people really do understand those priorities. And this means you are going to have to um, put your budget front and centre as well. Mm. So you're going to have to have really good control. It's, it's the most important thing to have control over your budget when you're the only marketeer, because you've only been given X amount of money not only is it just you, but you sometimes might need to outsource things and people don't recognise that. They don't recognise that actually to make the most of this marketing budget, to make it do as much as it possibly can, might require for you to spend some of that money, not on producing catalogues or fluffy balloons or advertising on the front page of the Times. It might be better to outsource doing some um, lead generation. Mm. Mm, yeah some digital lead generation so so you absolutely have to completely understand your budget and yeah. make sure that you have communicated it to other people yeah and i and I, I think actually a lot of this comes back to the original interview with um with a with an organization and i think it's yeah. i think there's this lack of understanding about what marketing is and does and what it should do and what what it can do because i i, I think i mean as a, a friend of mine who um uh, joined a small company, a uh, pretty successful small company, which it's usually when a small company gets to a certain size, doesn't it? it then says, well, we want to get marketers in because we want to go the next level. We want to take things to the yeah. next level, the next uh -huh. step. Yeah. Um, we've got to that size now and now we need to do marketing. Of course, they've been doing marketing, of course, all along. But uh, but then they say now yeah, we need to But it's been very organic and, you know, just yeah, friends meet friends. It's all come together and it's all sort of, uh, you know, come on there. And they say, right, now we, now we need, now we need, uh, that, what, 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 what does marketers do? Let's look it up. And okay, oh, well, we need to, let's put a, put a job description out there, which, I mean, yep. job descriptions are almost always wrong or, 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 yeah, or paying nothing no attention to what they want at all exactly exactly so it's almost like i mean and again this comes from i guess experience so i suppose this is someone who's perhaps you know a, a relative experienced marketer who then says right well if i'm considering a job like this this is really where and the best interviews which i think the best interview technique is where you know you're asking questions of the employer prospective employer yeah. and understanding what it is your remit is what does success actually look like and redefining your goals, defining your yeah. position, because they're not going to have a terribly good idea. They'll just say, yes, come in and we need you to do uh, the website and social stuff and, yeah. and, then, and then support on this and this and this. And you yeah. go, okay, all right. And if you just sort of go along with it and sort of think, okay, well, yeah, that's fine. We'll set out, sort out the details when I start. Um, then you might do that. And then I think then suddenly you get the mission creep and you oh, also yes. get the misunderstandings of what it was you were supposed to do. And yeah. say this, this this friend of mine, I think, did this. And unfortunately, I say unfortunately, I think it's good in the long term, but uh, joined a company and this happened. And also other things happened where, you know, the boss in a small company was like, you know, owned the strategy and also the implementation of it yeah. in its entirety. And they had a, 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 some several arguments and misunderstandings. And so she ended up, you know, leaving because which I've heard many times that happen, particularly in oh, smaller yes, companies, because the boss says, this is my vision in my head and you're not implementing my vision. Why not? Because yeah. well, you haven't communicated it properly to me. Yeah. Um, but I would and say... Like, or I can't afford it. Yeah, absolutely. Or I can't afford it. And as I say, that's what I do at the beginning. I'd say, right, so, you know, I need to understand sort of the budget kind of, you know, if you say, well, we want to become number one in the world for handbags, 
yeah. uh, you might have to say, okay, well, we're going to need uh, X number of million then um, on the budget, this on the social, yeah. this there, this here. And actually you might even say, I'm not the kind of strategic marketer who can do that because I've never worked to that degree, that level before. Yeah. And you can't do it with one person. You're going to need a team of <laughs> yes. you know, 100 people or 10 yeah. people, whatever it is. Um, so that's just not right. So I think it's actually that very early stage and that, that interview part. I mean, of course, I know, particularly in this climate, people need work and you know times are tough so you know you're probably more inclined to take on a job which um might not be as, as right for you but i'd say it's right at that very beginning um because you'll also discover whether the people hiring you really know what they want and also yep. if you're going to be right for it and i for this job and if you are particularly the single market in the company it, you're just far more exposed to it going yeah. wrong yeah and it will be your fault yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. The buck will stop with you and you'll yeah. get frustrated they'll, or, or they'll get frustrated and you'll end up leaving probably within a year because yeah. it just won't work. So if you can establish, you know, even down to budget, like, you know, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about half a million? Okay, so half a million. Yeah. I know in my head roughly what I can achieve with something like that for this sort of company. Um, and here's, I'd even sort of, you know, sketch it out and say, well, this, this, these are the, sort of the relative, I can't give you yeah. all the detail, but this is kind of how it's looking. This is the ballpark. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even before day one, you know, day minus 20, whatever, in the yep. job, what's kind of feasible and what isn't? Because otherwise, yep. um, those expectations will come along inevitably. Oh, and they'll grow and they'll grow and become less even. The other thing is that you will then you'll get there. And the first thing will happen is you'll be, you've been recruited by the MD who didn't speak to the salespeople who what he was doing. And then you'll get there for day one. You'll meet the sales director. Mm who will have a whole raft of other expectations, which mm. will almost certainly clash with the expectations of the MD for you to achieve. So you, from the word go, you're going to have to kind of balance expectations. And mm. that is tricky. I mean, the other thing that I think people don't understand is that they, you, once upon a time, because I am extremely old, and it was probably the case when I was younger, there was, there were, it was possible to be a general marketeer because you were there's no digital so that didn't exist we weren't doing video uh you probably were doing some paid for advertising and catalogs and conference attendance and that was probably by and large it you know really for most places but now you you there's a whole load of really quite detailed specialisms in marketing it's extremely hard to be the marketer because, you know, I might be brilliant at doing an overall strategic budget, but I'm really not very good at doing LinkedIn advertising. It's just not what I'm terribly, and because it's quite tricky and you have to know how to do it. So you need to probably make clear, as you say, at interview, that these are your skills and this is what you think is required. But You've, if you really do genuinely think that you want to dominate everything on LinkedIn, then perhaps I'm not the right person. Mm, yeah, exactly. And, and it comes back to our sort of outsourcing podcast, doesn't it? Yeah, really about, you know, right. Understanding where and how, when to, to outsource. And you say making it really clearly defined about what you're good and what you're not, mm -hmm. not strong at. or what you And it's do. not wrong anymore. I mean, if I if way back when if I'd gone in and said, well, I can't write copy at all, so I can't do catalogues. That would have been a third of my job, <laughs> which would I wouldn't have been able to do. So I would probably have been a really bad marketeer. But now it's much, much more acceptable to say. I'm not very particularly good at that particular bit, but I know how to outsource it. Yeah, yeah. So you you almost like one of the really key skill sets if you're walking into a job 
uh, as the only marketer and presumably going to be the only marketer for a period of time, a decent period of time, you know, before yeah. they might say, oh, we're growing rapidly. We need you to come in and build a team. Yeah. Either way, you need to be great at commissioning, understanding what you need help with and commissioning it. Yeah. And probably even, I would say, if you haven't already, but it's drawing those, that beginning that your own little black book, isn't it, of contacts of, yeah, well, these are the video people, these are my copywriters, these are yeah. my analytics people. Yeah. And 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 because I think people really genuinely, well, they get the, it gets the job done, but they also really appreciate the fact that, you know, because they might start off with, like, oh, well, we've no idea who to outsource building the website to. Oh, I don't know. And you go, oh, well, I've got at least two contacts, really good people who've done a similar yeah. side, sort of project in the past. And obviously, it's big love. But that's where networking is so important, as with Stefan's uh, uh, podcast, isn't it? Because you, you, you know who to draw in and it, and it, and it's, it mutually it reinforces your relationship with them by getting them work. And it also builds more connections and so yep. that skill of kind of being a decent a good networker within marketing um and being able to refer people is i mean something i've certainly learned in my um, uh, career sort of it just it feels so natural uh is it endorphins or whatever you know in, in the brain yeah. you know, it, it it is recommending and helping others and making Completely. connections is a really positive thing to do isn't yeah. it and so and you know it will come back you will get it back yeah you'll yeah. get that benefit back yeah, absolutely, and and it and so it's almost like I would say one of the key skills in 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 being the only marketer in the company has got to be around that commissioning, hasn't it? Because yeah. that's that's where you actually get things done. I I really just wanted to read this quote, if that's right. Of uh, it's it's a post from somebody uh, who's in this who's been in this position. It's slightly related, but it's almost like they've gone a bit further. So they're in the company, they're in the role, they've gone a bit further down the road, and bless them, they're, they're pretty desperate at what to do. But if I read the quote, I think it sums it up quite nicely. So. This is someone posting in a, in a marketing uh, forum um, and it says, uh, how does everyone cope with increased demands from above? My MD is asking for basically 100% lead attribution and reporting, but I'm on my own as the marketing head and I only have one direct report who was a university student on a 33 week placement. So only able to provide limited help. I also have a full content marketing calendar, three emails and three blogs every month. And I'm being asked to, to do staff well-being newsletters and events. I'm just a bit overwhelmed. And there you go. It's yeah. the, the, the more stuff that's come along, has been lumped into this person's remit. And suddenly they're, they're like in burnout mode because there's just so much they need to do. Yeah. Um, and of course, they don't, you know, that you're like, oh, like we said before, marketers often want to say yes. Yeah, that's oh, no. that's a really good point. Learning how to say no is really important. And <clears throat> although you initially think, oh, everyone's going to hate me, I'm going to get the sack if I say no. Actually, if you say the no and then make it quite clear why, then people will actually a, be on your side and you will gain marketing. People will start respecting you. Mm. It's really powerful to say no. If someone says, you know, could you just if you say, well, I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid that's not possible. We might have to rethink and it gets people thinking with you as opposed to just assuming you're just going to do it yeah exactly exactly and it's more sort of uh once you start to make some of those connections with people in the company and saying okay well look particularly in this or this example we're trying to get the managing director to understand well no i i can't do all of this because all that stuff that we agreed which is in this plan and it's got this budget attached to it which we agreed going yep. back again to your evidence points is, yes. is 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 here so yeah, I can take that. And again, it's that thing about what well, I think we mentioned it with um We did, didn't we, in our budgeting podcast? Um, yes. Drawing so many connections today. But uh, in our uh, in our budgeting com, uh, podcast, where we said it's about the human capital as well as the the, the money. It's about yep. the opportunity cost, isn't it? So yep. effectively, again, from working in a 
in economics consultancy in the past, always talking about opportunity cost and counterfactuals and saying, well, okay, but if I do this, I can't do that. You know, it's not like, well, I can do that perhaps, but I have to work the weekend. And uh, yeah. probably your HR person is not going to be. Well, the thing is, in a small company, you probably don't have an HR, HR person. person. Well, the HR person's the boss as well. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So they go, well, of course you could do that. Yeah, I, I work, work at the weekend. Yeah, I work. I work 80 hours a week. Why can't you? It's like, well, OK, if I OK, well, maybe I've got a, a buy in here for some shares on, on the company. <laughs> so if we do succeed, then I get the money back. Which, of course, I suppose sometimes some of these startups, if you're like, you know, between the four or five of you, you're you're you mm. do everything, you know, OK. Yeah. But when it's got to the stage where I don't know, maybe there's 30 people in the company and then they bring in the marketer. And as you say, I, I, I suspect, like you said, right at the top, Sally, I suspect most people, they want to have someone who is I wouldn't go as far as necessarily saying a dog's body. But somebody who can come I in would. and just do stuff. Well, yeah. it pretty much is a dog's body, really, isn't it? It's like, let's get in relatively junior you know because you see them sitting yeah. around the table having the conversation can't you say well we need someone to update we need someone to come in and do lots of tactical stuff yeah and so the the real danger there is you've got non-marketers who then think they probably know a lot about marketing then get in someone who's a generalist in inverted commas who does the tactical stuff and yep. ends up being totally exploited and, and overwhelmed and just having to do this this, yeah. this 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 they don't think about either getting somebody who can commission others to do the work and therefore put yep. the budget aside to do it they just say, let's just put in enough, a line item here and the national insurance yep. contributions, everything for one marketing, marketing That's exec. Exactly right. We'll call them a manager. And then they just do the stuff. And, yeah. uh, but then you're also expecting them to sort of push back and say, here's a plan, you know, yep. or, or you don't, you expect them just to do the tactical stuff in ad hoc with no yep. plan because you think as, you have a plan, but you don't. Yeah. Or you're asking them to do just that quote that you just read out. What, what the MD is asking is really, really hard to b- give the data. He, she's basically asking him, he, he is basically asking her, or whichever way around it is, to be a data analyst, a really quite detailed data analyst. And you think, <laughs> it's not, it's all, it's very dangerous, this just, and data analysts, what they'll go, oh, just do the analytics. Just tell us, tell us what the ROI is. Uh-huh. Well, to start with, they won't have set sensible um goals they won't have kpis that's a very dark art and they won't have done it properly they won't the salespeople won't be measuring things the same as the md probably so you have got to do one hell of a lot of juggling and the only way you can confidently juggle is say right i want everybody please can we all get into one room or possibly i don't know the coffee or the water cooler and decide what color the balls are at least that i'm going to juggle Mm, mm, it exactly. is it's drawing everyone together and making sure you've got a common ground yeah yeah exactly and, and then it's sort of again that, that well that communication isn't it really and that understanding of so if someone comes along and if someone came to me and said depending what i was selling and how i was selling it if they said right i want 100 attribution like ah, well, okay <laughs> no so let's just let's just look at the practicalities of that in terms of the data yeah. points we have and the systems yep. we're using to process those data points, you know, yeah, we have that's true. a thousand customers or, you know, or, or however many coming through and, you know, do mm-hmm. we do, can we track where they're coming from? Is that stored anywhere? Is it attributed to them? And therefore, okay, do we have sensible information? But then to do that, you've got to say, well, okay, we need new software or we need yep. a new CRM, which is going to do that. If not, yep. either myself or the sales guys or someone else is going to have to spend hours and hours and hours <laughs> putting this into spreadsheets and so they'll do they'll spend all their time doing that but the opportunity cost of them doing that means they're not selling or yep. i'm not sending out the newsletter or or it's like yep. it's like giving options I can't do both 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. So exactly. Like communicating and say getting on people on the same page, but then saying, and here's the options. But yep. but again, this lots of those conversations that comes from somebody who's pretty confident in oh, yeah. in their marketing, isn't it? So their yeah. their relative experience. I, I, someone coming in and just, this, I think this is why it just doesn't work so many times because yep. I mean either you just get. I can understand a strong-minded MD if it's their own startup and they've always done things their own way. I think it's a natural yeah. human thing there where they just, uh-huh. they don't want to relinquish control, of course. They yeah. know, they think they know what works, or they do know what works to a certain degree and therefore it's really hard to then carve off big chunks of the work to somebody else and say, you yeah. run with it. I completely yep. get that. I think that's one of the major reasons why this often goes wrong for the first one or two hires of marketers coming in absolutely um but then also it comes down to yeah them just not getting the right fit of person they say yeah bring this person in because we've only got this much money so get this person in and they can do it you could outsource that to an experienced person who will then actually come in and (coughs) know what you need and then you hire a full-time marketer um, instead of uh just jump you know both feet in first and getting a a poor marketing exec who you know unless you know they could be a absolute stellar person who's like yep yep, no i i'm experienced beyond my years i know exactly what i need to do yeah i can manage a budget i can i'm good at stakeholder management i can go and i can present this man this budget to you and say look this isn't going to work but that's unlikely yes yeah very and you are if, if, if we are talking to people who are in this situation you've got to remember that at some point you are going to have to grasp a nettle and that nettle is going to be a saying no to start with, but b it just might be having a meeting with if the MD is your immediate boss, that's going to be easier. But actually, if suppose you actually report to, I've heard some weird ones, but suppose you actually report to the sales director and he reports to the MD. You need to have a meeting with your manager and say, look. If, to be honest have a paper trail and if he's constantly sending you emails keep them all so you can show them and say look i'm being asked to do this and it's not that i'm not trying i just haven't got time and you've got to grasp that nettle and make some make them understand and help you yeah yeah absolutely and i i think i'd even encourage people who i mean i suppose we're painting the sort of the slightly well not a dark picture but the sort of the the where there's real trouble clear trouble and you can see where things aren't going well and they (laughs) may end up in a in a car crash but but also i'd say the people who are the only marketer in the organization and things are relative feel relatively smooth at the moment i'd do the same thing that you say with like the paper trail and also the understanding of just the transparency of what it is i'm here to do what i'm actually being asked to do and what the plan is to to do that because again i mean if, if you are someone who's looking to you know, quite often it is, isn't it? You bring someone in as the marketer and then if it goes well, um, they then get, you know, job title. They go up a rung and they then bring in someone, yeah. then they bring in another yeah. few people, then they build a marketing team, which is great. And there are examples where that happens. Um, but in that, you want to really document, you know, how things have evolved and and, and, and where you are expected to be. So it's, it's just a really healthy practice, isn't it? Wherever you are, yeah. because again, that's the thing, the HR practices, if you've worked in a large organization, I mean, whether they actually work or not very well, but you know, at <laughs> least, least you have, have an processes. HR department. Yeah, exactly. You know, you say HR is just like, you know, I mean, there's one company I worked in where the HR was, I think she was like the, the PA to the finance director, but she was also mm, HR. Yeah. And I, I was like, how, how does, I, I don't quite understand how it works, but, anyway, but it was a reasonable sized company as well, but no HR. Well, I say no mm. 
official HR. Yeah. Um, so so it's you, you can end up in a bit of a oh uh, well there's no one to talk to about that. So yeah, so your man, right. your boss is is the thing, isn't it? By actually having a simple kind of okay, this is this is this is the communication I'm receiving. This is yep. who we are because. Because I think if you're particularly if you're sort of a yeah person as we said a sort of more of a yes than a no person you can get into a bit of a pickle can't you and yeah absolutely um, even if it is quite smooth now yeah. um, because your success could it be your downfall as well you sort of suddenly start saying hey yeah I've got really great results in this new campaign and someone goes oh great do that for us as well can you, you? do that again yeah do it again yeah. do some more and you go okay great yeah, I'll do it. oh yeah. Uh, oh but that's taking me twice as long and oh it's it's, it's not easy yeah, that's right it's transparency again isn't it communication yeah. Um, well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed that meander around being the only marketer in the company. And, uh, well, we're very interested to find out what your experiences are of being the only marketer in the company. And we will explore this further in part two, of course. But uh, if anyone in the meantime has any um, outlines of, of what it's like to be the only marketer, if you've had this in your career in the past and you've learned from it and we're missing any particular areas of help for people who may currently be in this situation um, advice and and other areas for people to perhaps concentrate on if they've just become the only marketer in the company and that would be really helpful and uh, we hope that uh, we'll be able to share those with more of our listeners in the weeks to come thank you very much everyone take care bye for now